0: They spark, they spark ingenuity. But I think, what are you, what are you planning for, is in, in terms of side hustle? Because in case introduce, by the way, we're live, so introduce like what you do, like so people know. Because I, before you get to your side hustle, what's your main hustle and who you are?
1: Yeah. So I guess I'm, I would consider myself a general
0: hospitality
1: professional in the industry in Vegas. And <laughs> nice. no, I, no, I like I, that. Yeah, I, <laughs> so no, I the the reason you, I though. say that is because um, right now I'm currently a GM of a steakhouse at Palace Station. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the Charcoal Room, but you know. I wouldn't title myself restaurant manager necessarily because I agree with you. No, you, you know there's many facets and honestly hospitality in general like it means so it's there's so many facets to it and if we're just talking about just like the concept of hospitality i would say pretty much any industry or business you kind of have to exhibit some sense of hospitality you go to a you bank you know what you mean okay no no, no i know i'm just saying <laughs> like so everyone so every business um knows you have to be like hospitable and kind of has yeah. that element to it, right? Even when you go to a bank, hey, can I get you a coffee? That's being hospitable, right? Yeah. Yes. Of but course. for the sake of this, you know, just the travel and tourism industry. But even then, there's so many. You got lodging, so hotel mm-hmm. rooms, yep. Restaurants, bars, so food and beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, you got shows, meetings, and events. Uh, what else? Recreation. Recreation. Yep.
0: This is all inclu- inclusive in hospitality. Yes, it is. All Hospi- this
1: is inclusive. Mar- marketing, in a sense, inclusive in hospitality. For, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Sales, all that stuff. Now, I went to UNLV for hospitality management. When I first uh, declared as a freshman, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. You know, they say um, they say find something you're passionate about and you know do that. But to be honest with you, the only thing I was passionate about when I graduated high school was like sports. Right, yeah. I like play baseball, like <laughs> watching sports, hanging out with friends. So I wasn't going to be a pro baseball player. Um, to be honest with you, I always kind of wanted to be a sports agent. So mm-hmm. if like you can just get a degree just for that, mm-hmm. you could. I, I probably would have. It's a law degree. Kind no? of, yeah, exactly. It, you, you really would have to get a law degree, yeah, which I didn't bit. want to go through that uh, that ringer. Um, so so yeah. yeah, so I declared it as a business major. One reason or another, um, at that point I was, I was working on the strip as a lifeguard bounce around between lifeguarding Mm -hmm. lifeguarding is honestly like one of the chillest jobs you can have here in vegas i hate lifeguarding but you sit on a stand
0: yeah
2: but how much is the money for the lifeguarding it's It's okay it's it's okay here in vegas depends where it it is it's It's very competitive um where most people (laughs) Competitive. (laughs) honestly
1: for most people like that age we work in like a subway which my first job ever was a subway for three months
2: Uh, oh nice i made my first job was in sandwiches too nice what'd you do yeah i saw my first job was uh you ever heard of this place called lee's sandwich (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's why you say Lee all the time. Really. I think so. I think I've heard of
2: it. Lee, it's literally like the Vietnamese equivalent of fast food to McDonald's. But you made sandwiches all day. Like, so you worked at
0: the Vietnamese oh. McDonald's. <laughs> Basically, like, that that's was my crazy. First. And that's
2: that was my first step into the hospitality world as yeah. well, kind of. I worked at Wet and Wild as my first job
0: as an admissions associate. So here, yeah wow. I associate. opened that. I opened that's Wet n Wild. Open Botia. Open Gemma.
1: So you guys didn't Man. have? To, did you ever have to work in like a fast food place or anything like that? Anything like that? Mm-hmm
0: firehouse subs you uh, you really, oh, you at unlv in college my first year oh, it's gotta oh, be embarrassing no. What? No. seeing people at I, you work seeing people you go to dude school i with? used to go to the reservation i had a 30 minute lunch i used to go you remember the reservation mm-hmm. mike's house i used to go there um that, sketchy part of town the very sketchy it was <laughs> actually a great I, I i actually had my nerves about being embarrassed about i was embarrassed at first but i got through it i don't know how i got through it um and low-key i actually like i i was a great time in my life to be honest with you i left and within three four months and joined botia but like
1: would you say doing those kind of jobs is uh maybe not essential but valuable to someone
0: Fuck no um to kind of build
1: you know get your hands dirty work like a, a scrubbing shit
0: off the floor Bas- that type of job Bas- you basically know I mean? understanding the that, value of a dollar yeah no i mean do- uh okay in that sense i didn't grow up i didn't understand the value of the dollar. but i the i I, mean, I, I didn't need to
1: I what Definitely didn't understand the value of a
0: dollar growing, growing up. Out. Yeah, yeah, know. and that's one one thing I'm gonna teach my kid growing up is this society is the way it's trained is like you've heard that Robert K- Kawasaki guy when he yeah. says rich man, rich dad, poor yeah, you know the whole out. philosophy. Get your money to work for you. That is very true. That's like right now all of us, even you, you're being leveraged by money in the system. Look, you're playing, you're trying to maximize your efforts within the system. Exactly. You know what I mean? In general, and that we're all res- leveraged
1: by money. In, in no, no, I way. no, we're all leveraged oh, by yeah. money. I'm saying, I'm mm-hmm.
0: saying the structure is what I was trying to say is right now, all of us, we're working for our money, right? We're, we're trying to, as I said earlier, trying to gain control of this business and make our money work for us. Um, so I don't think these jobs per se are that value. I mean, I think the, the moral of the story is to work hard, no matter
2: what you do, put in a hundred percent. Whether do, it's that or like a
0: yeah, do game. you Yeah, ne- do you need this job to teach you that lesson?
2: No. No, Maybe but some people do, but I agree. I some, get what you're saying. But us working coming from like our roots in the hospitality world with food and beverage, we all went through it and I think that you know I was 18 when I started. How old were you? Uh, 18 as well. 18 upon, yeah, uh, so right it, upon graduation. It definitely, it definitely steps you know you get into you, you get your foot in the game and you're like this is like you're serving people and sometimes it's, it's horrible, you know, like people you get rude customers all the time, but it definitely teaches you things. Yes, yes, I and can you know, for sure. So I was a subway for 3 months. I was a sandwich artist. I
1: know that's, the that's what they're that's the bro
0: stop <laughs> this dude you see how he's alternating the words in his title like, sandwich artist But like, no, that's literally that's t- no that's the title that's they gave the branding yeah. yeah it's their branding really yes this man okay I thought you were stunning I was like all right man go ahead. this subway
1: is literally at the corner of like where my high school was too so I would li- I would see people as well uh-huh. but you know 18 you have a job mm-hmm. you know that's respect it's respectable for sure so I was there for three months come winter time I had an opportunity to work uh, at on the Strip at the Forum Shops, which is a, a really like a like a luxury mall here in Vegas <clears throat> at Caesar's Palace, Armani cool. Exchange, right? Wow! So I'm like, okay, Armani Exchange, I'm gonna go do that, so I don't have to make sandwiches anymore. <laughs> okay. And basically, when you work a retail gig like that, you're just like one of many, right? I and it's, you're a seasonal, yeah. so you pretty much don't work that much. So I, I would I, come to find out. Whereas Subway, I pretty much make my schedule. Um, oh, you left a big thing for nothing? Honestly, yeah. Pretty much only worked like one day a week, maybe. The commission structure was impossible to reach, which when I got hired, I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to blast this commission structure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, had to like, pull a couple overnighters in preparation for like, you know, Black Friday, yep. stuff like that. So you really put time in and they let you go? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Uh, it was seasonal. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so that was a wrap. So a month into there, my dad called me an idiot for it, you know? But uh, but then after that it was when I got into like the lifeguarding thing, you know? Okay. So
0: So how did you get to, to being to hospitality? The, yeah. So Well you're not just in hospitality. Before you go, you're like a GM. How'd you go yeah. from that to GM? For sure. Um
1: it's definitely been a lot of responsibility, you know. Um I'll take pride in the fact that there's definitely not a lot of GMs my age, hundred percent. I can agree, For with sure. That. Um yeah. You're twenty
2: you said you're, you're twenty six. Twenty six currently. How old's Roberto? Sorry to- how old's Roberto? I have no idea. Who's Roberto, Roberto I have no idea. How old's Roberto? You tell me. How old's Roberto? <laughs> Probably like 30s, Thank I would you. say. <laughs> so I will not <laughs> ask him, but... <laughs> <was just> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know he's watching this episode. <laughs> Go on. So... <laughs> That's his GM. His AGM. And he's a... He's not the GM. He's a youngin? No, our GM is like 40. He's so. a great guy. Okay, yeah. Yeah. He's not the GM, by the way. <laughs> For sure. Um, so,
0: basically, what, oh, what made me... Florian's his level? Yes. Florian's. Oh. Florian is the GM. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. Okay. That's a cool name. Yeah, go on. Um, So, what made me go from business to
1: hospitality is, you know, I was taking, I was pretty much my first year doing business courses. There's, you know, there's mostly prereqs at that time. So, at that point, you could still pivot to mostly wherever you want to. Um, I knew that math has never been my best subject. I'm really good at arithmetic math, the basic day to day math they use, but algebra, you know, trigonometry, calculus, all that stuff, you know. I'm sure we all kind of I can help you. I'm a math major. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, I remember him mentioning that for sure. <laughs> I like real world math. So, like accounting, even though I despise accounting, uh-huh. I l- appreciate the art, you know, the it. art of it, the art behind it, uh, the value of it, um, stuff like finances, things like that. That's like the, how
0: you got into as the
1: GM role. Some you, somewhat, yeah. Uh, mostly through experience. So, in hospitality, experience is for sure key. It's was, yes what i was mentioning earlier one of the beautiful things about it is that you can get pretty far without ever having to go to college yeah um, if you start if tr- trust me um if you listen to plenty of leaders in the industry um you know ceos gms a lot of them will tell you my first gig was being a dishwasher like behind a restaurant or whatever you do that at like 17 build your rapport work your way up to all the way up to like maybe a server of the restaurant mm-hmm. then maybe the manager of that restaurant and then once you're there you know, then possibilities
0: if you have, have management, you could start going to places here. Um,
1: here exactly, exactly. So, so absolutely you do not need um, a college degree to succeed in hospitality. Mm-hmm. When you want to go to really higher levels, you're probably going to need that degree to separate yourself in the competition. Yep. When it's take like a higher levels, I mean like literally CEOs, mm-hmm. CEOs probably have like master's degrees though, and like business and finance and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's another thing though. You can get far without a hospitality degree. If you have a business degree, um, that's definitely going to be treated very valuable. Uh, if you're trying to p- advance as well in the hospitality industry, you know, so, you know, that's the both beautiful thing and you know, kind of shitty thing in a sense that for like someone like me, you know, I went to school for five years, graduated hospitality. Would I be here now without school? Absolutely not. Is it because of necessarily things I learned in yeah, you school? Would.
0: You could be, you can get this GM job if you go into hospitality at 18 and was working religiously. I could
1: it. have, but I wouldn't have in other words. So pretty much cause the networking piece that I was, uh, mentioning earlier. Um, gotcha I started with stations be, as an intern. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to have an internship before they graduate. I love that piece of it. Um, but, all right, so I'll just go over that, that, that whole story a little bit, because that was kind of a little frustrating part in the life, you know, trying to get internships. Mm-hmm. You know, I would've taken any internship in the world at that point, just to get it over with, right? Um, I got rejected by like Hyatt, Hilton, the whole thing, right? I would've gone to, Hyatt had a really cool one that they'd pay for you to go out to like Seattle, and like you live in the hotel that's dope. Nice. and it's also super cool sounding, right? Extremely competitive though, you know, and UNLV, arguably the number one hospitality college in the, in the world. That, yeah, um,
2: definitely. That's, I mean, we're a hospitality city. We're yeah, a hospitality so.
1: city. The only <laughs> other hospitality college that can um, compete is Cornell. There's like kind of like an inside, oh, that's crazy. There's kind of like an inside joke rivalry, at UNLV like, you know, who's better us or Cornell now, Cornell is an Ivy league school. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. so, <laughs> I know exactly. But you know what you can not compare? Just like you said, we live in the absolute peak of a petri dish for hospitality in a city. So like I'm our, taking our lab labyrinth- Vegas over someone from exactly. Cornell. No exactly. No Exactly. Exactly. They're right.
0: They go to school right across from the strip. Their opportunities are endless yep. compared to Cornell. Opportun- where the fuck endless. is Cornell?
1: Um, it's like it's in New York. Okay. Never mind. But it's not. But when I say <laughs> New <laughs> York, not? it's not like no. It's nowhere near like okay, New York, New York. It's okay. like it's like where Syracuse is. Okay. You know, like Upper New York, whatever. Yeah. But obviously, someone that graduates from Cornell is obviously a very astute individual. So probably more so than UNLV. Probably, if we're being honest with you. But what UNLV does get you is over the course of your, uh, you know, getting your degree, the experience you can, if you really, like, embrace it. Now, they'll put you with resources. They have really great relationships all the strip with the, you know. So a class that every UNLV student has to take is hospitality. It's pretty much like Hospitality 101. Every week the professor would bring in um, a leader in the industry. And we're talking like some titans, right? So we're talking like uh, this guy, Mark Hellrong, who's the VP of the Four Seasons here in Vegas. So people like that, right? And you know, when you're like a 19, 18 year old student, you know, it's like, oh my God, like this guy's awesome. So they talk to you, they encourage questions. Um, that, t- that teacher in particular.
0: Can we close that?
1: <laughs> can you, would you be able to hear that on this? No. Okay. Oh, really? My bad. That teacher in particular, and everyone that's gonna, that's gone to UNLV has had this teacher, Carl Bronlick. Outstanding, outstanding individual. Um, he would take some of his best students out to lunch, at get pizza, with these leaders right before class time. Mm-hmm. So he would literally puts you across the table breaking bread with some of these people. That is dope. Yeah. And it's on you to, you know, ask the questions and stuff like that. And, you know, really, really awesome stuff. So... UNLV, that's, that's the advantage UNLV has, most definitely. The connections? The connections. Um, yeah. And being here in Vegas, I will say Vegas is, you know, you could argue New York, uh, maybe like Paris for like culinary capital of the world, like food. Mm-hmm. I will put Vegas up there 100%, just culinary. Yeah. And then if you want to talk about entertainment, i put Vegas, yeah, ev- F- entertainment capital of the world. Meetings and events capital of the world is Las Vegas as well. Sure. Meetings and events runs the city right now
2: um yeah the conventions are our go-to especially on the strip it's the go-to on the strip but but not anymore though like the, the, especially with hap- what's happening with corona like how, how has that affected vegas what would you say like that's since you're well, the, you're the that's man.
0: honestly the whole point of this show is should you dip out the hospitality industry I yeah want, we'll
2: definitely we'll definitely lead into that as well no no, no i
0: want to i want to pick i want to hit off that right now is, is should you leave
1: or should you not even or should you not consider it
0: we can talk about both, both. but that's before true. we do let's give some basis on what john said on corona like you being on it like First of all, a lot of people got laid off, right? Yeah, tons, tons of to people got laid off. At the beginning of this year, and it's probably, you know. And it's still happening. A lot of companies But a lot of people are coming back now, too. A lot of people
1: are coming back, but it's definitely reduced workforce no matter what. So Anywhere that is bringing people back, it's been reduced by, you know. It's a huge workforce work work reduction. Now, How is the like money
2: worse for you? You said it's good, for the, for
0: the people it's good, right? You just work more.
2: Well, if you think about it, the, the reduction of workforce, meaning the less employees, um, and you get the same amount of customers. Right? So Do you the get So I was wondering. The money is prob- most like probably the same. Um, it's just you have less employees, so you're getting. When it comes to the hospitality industry, we all like the one factor that separates us from everyone else is tips, right? So as far as tips goes, it's probably the same right now. Because so, yes, there's with, less people less less people less workers when yeah. you say makes more money are you talking about from the servers? Or yeah, like I'm the asking you for the workers employees. Or hey like Busters, the are, Busters are people. Too, I know I know yeah. the servers. <laughs> I, Actually,
1: I have a hard time saying the word employee because where I work they're all called team members And so That's, the I e like word like, I mean, is better. like really it's like almost like Jesus. a bad word or staff yeah. So <laughs> it's just, it doesn't even come naturally to me. So if I accidentally say team members. Yeah, just know I'm talking about employees. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So what, what, what do you think about the, the money? So? Are people visiting these restaurants more so? Or is it going to be, do you think we're going to get back on track to where we were pre-pandemic?
1: Pre-pandemic is going to be tough because there's some places that have already closed permanently, mm-hmm. you know, and which really? is really tough. Mm-hmm. Oh, like wow. I just found out yesterday, um, this place called Oddfellows.
2: Yeah. Oh, what? Odd the Fal- bar? Yes, far. you know what that is? Downtown. The gay bar. Is it a gay bar? It's no. a gay bar. Okay. Is it really? No, it's not. It's a gay bar go go, yeah, hold, go uh, shut its doors <laughs> okay i guess closed shut, shut its doors forever which is kind of shocking i've never been there I
0: mean, i've been there once
1: but you think all these places downtown they're doing really well mm-hmm. pause but the thing <laughs> with vegas when we're talking about what kind of recovery vegas is going to talk about you really have to there's two and di- the from the hospitality side of things there's really two different vegases there's like downtown vegas and like locals vegas and there's like the strip now I always thought that the locals part would see a much quicker recovery than the Strip because the Strip is extremely dependent on flights coming in Vegas. And when you don't have flights coming into Vegas, fortunately, I'm like shocked the Strip has even opened as much as it is now. (laughs) Like MGM Resorts has has all their properties opened. It's crazy to me.
0: Is it full open? They're fully open, yeah. Can you interact with the hotel and with people within the hotel how it used to be? Or do you have to wear masks, social distancing? No, you have to do all that stuff. Obviously,
1: the whole mask mandate, that's still in place. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's kind of interesting because yep. when we first reopened, I was on the fence about, okay, obviously, employees are going to wear, have to wear masks. Yeah. It's an interesting question. Do we make our guests wear
0: masks? Not when they sit down eat, Yeah.
1: Because this is, now remember, this is before the mask mandate when we reopened. So we were probably open for a few weeks uh-huh. before, you know, cases started going up, and then he made everyone wear masks everywhere, right? Yep. You know, do you want to, because at that point, upon reopening, we all knew Vegas was Sisolak, facing right? trouble, correct, yeah. Um We all knew Vegas was in trouble, and at that point we are like, we need to get people back to our casinos ASAP. So do we want to put that barrier and make our guests wear them, or do you want to let our guests feel great about coming back and just have our, our employees wear them? Or do you opt on the more side of safety and make your guests wear them, you know, and possibly piss them off in the process or have them not even come to your establishment at all, but you're keeping your team member safer or having at least that perception. And, you know, so that was kind of a tough battle. At first, we opened up, no masks, got a lot no, of-
0: No masks, what do you mean? No, no, no you we, don't have to wear masks? No, no, when
1: we opened up, uh, casinos did not have to make guests wear masks and they yes. were not. Yeah. You That's don't you remember, Vegas got a lot of bad press in the weeks following that. There's this insane video from the Cosmopolitan someone posted um, well, you know, all it takes is the one right person to retweet it on Twitter or share it on Twitter, the yep. one blue check mark to, for it to blow the hell up. Yep. There's a video of someone like walking through the Cosmo, the casino. No one has a mask on. There's tons of people there. It's like <laughs> insane. So, have pe- there been cases of corona at your restaurant? Um, mm, you know, obviously can't get into that. Oh for yeah, sure. oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I completely forgot. I was, obviously, no, I yeah. forgot.
0: Okay, I I honestly forgot. My bad. I was gonna <laughs> no, really no. put his. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't do that. <laughs> no, don't do put, that. I was gonna put his restaurant under. No, I agree with that though. Um, but for example, like when they they uh. My thing the is, listen. What I was trying to get to is, is it nerve wracking for you, like when you're. Was thinking, it nerve wracking? No, so when you're making these decisions, are you like, fuck?
1: Oh. Exactly. Well, th- those decisions are way above my head. You know. Oh, you don't make those decisions. Whether we make the guests wear masks? No, no, no. This is. You follow. Because this is, a, yeah, and of course, you know, we're talking oh. about station casinos, MGM resorts, these are all corporations, mm-hmm. and they're actually above that. These are corporations that are
0: crucial. Oh, hold to, on. Is, you, can, you can answer that if you want. No, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, these are all corporations that are crucial to the Vegas economy. So there's more at play rather than. Um, Bro, if you want to answer, go ahead. Like, No, no, no. I should have I uh, turned it off, to be honest with you.
0: You're honestly good. You we know? don't.
1: That's right. It makes you look like a like yeah, a busy keep individual. That's what I'm saying. We'll keep it <laughs> it makes Oscar look legitimate. <laughs> but um, but yeah, exactly. So that's why when just like did put the mask mandate on for all businesses, you know, because we didn't, you didn't even have to wear a mask going into like a Walmart and stuff. Some of the stores took their own personal. Now you do. Now you do because of the mandate. Which I'm, yeah. Because, because of the mandate. Because you know, I get it. There is, uh, there is definitely a risk, and you know, Vegas, yeah, we're stupid, having all these yeah. people coming out to the tur- uh, all these tourists come out from all these countries. Especially the employees on the strip, like, yeah, we got to protect them as well, especially in the beginning. So I think he made the right call by just putting the mass mandate in. That way, no one has to feel shitty about making that kind of decision. By no one, I mean like these specific hotels, right? So, but, you know, that, that, was, that was one example of, you know, we need to cater to the guests. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm sure that's at the crux of deciding, like, the non-smoking thing. You know what I mean? Um, what do you mean non-smoking? There's a lot of calls to make because all casinos non-smoking. Park MGM is already on the board. They've been non-smoking since they reopened. They're the first. They're the first one. They're the first one. I think they're gonna kind of start to shift away, away from that. So
0: no smoking is, is a mandate now within the casinos. At
1: Park MGM, oh, that's wow. one. If, that's bless, one.
0: That's the best hotel on the strip, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> and it's you know what? I didn't think Park MGM was gonna be able to open until <laughs> me too, me the arena either. and the theater opens because mm-hmm. that's all the foot traffic there. They asked
2: me to go back.
0: They called me. Asked. I said, well, I knew that they, it was more so Gemma's opening next. D- let's hope who knows but they wanted just to to fill like the void i don't know what i'd be doing i said no but i it's crazy to me i just like you said i'm surprised a lot of these properties opened. but to be honest with you i still think that there is tremendous value in your industry right right now but it Mm -hmm. depends where you are in life like i was gonna you said earlier should you dip out of it or should you even get into it well i'm gonna ask you if you're an 18 year old kid 20 year old kid. You wouldn't, while you're in college, let's say you wanna take your route, the hospitality route, or let's say you wanna do what any of us are doing. You wouldn't think a hospitality job is good to support you, or do you think another industry is better?
1: So let's assume you didn't come to Vegas from out of state specifically for hospitality. Let's say maybe you're an in-state kid and you're not really sure what you wanna do. Um, Let's say you declared hospitality just because it's UNLV, most people there are there for hospitality. Um, It's just kinda like like a generic, right, a default. So um, what I would tell people is that, you know, what are you looking – what do you value in terms of your career? Um, if you think you're going to walk into hospitality as in as management or anything like that or operations and make tons of money, if you think you're going to be Steve Wynn, definitely it's not going to happen. Um, this is a very – Why not? It's not going to happen because this is a very – Probably the biggest drawback of a hos- of hospitality as a business, or like a hotel or resort as a business, um, is the labor. The reason mm. it's hard to make money is the labor expense is through the roof. Um, Ex- Explain that. So yeah. think about a resort. Think about like the Aria. OK. No, so let's talk MGM, actually. <coughs> MGM has 5,000 rooms. Do you- how many housekeepers do you think they have to? They have to have on staff. We're talking probably over 400, 500. There you go. Exactly. So we're talking okay. 500 just housekeepers, mm-hmm. and Vegas wages are very competitive. 30, Those housekeepers are making yeah. like 15 an hour, mm-hmm. and up, depending on, on on seniority. My mom, my mom is up to like 19 bucks an hour.
0: So it'd be about okay. thirty thousand in, dollars in in a year. St-
1: Great math skills. I don't I don't really know, but I do. No, I'm just, Five, I'm just, no I'm just, it's definitely more than $30,000 a year because... 15 times, three, uh, times 300. Well, just one of them is going to make $30,000 a year. That's right. what I'm saying. Oh, okay. And then yeah. multiply it by 500. And that's just housekeepers. You got me. There's also, <laughs> there's also uh, GRAs, guest room attendants. So like housekeeping uh, helpers, I guess
2: uh-huh. you could
0: say. That's $3 million a year just for those housekeepers.
2: just for hotel rooms. That's All right, now think about... But let's, this let's does not out.
0: apply to any industry?
2: Yeah, but that's just businesses in general. Yeah, like you're you have just to put describing it, any business that no, like you have to pay like, your employees. You're saying exactly. You're, there's that the you're amount saying. of employees that you have is,
1: ah. is incomparable. Like, but
0: the like, properties to service are bigger, so there's, there's a higher influx of money coming in.
1: Now. There's higher influx of money, and there's definitely a proper ratio of, that you want to have as far as like, property size and revenue you're bringing in versus labor. Obviously, this is all you know, taken into consideration. But talking about housekeeping, all right. now you're talking about who cleans everything in the casino. You're reporters. talking about internal maintenance. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Um, who throws away trash? All those people. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. All the Thank servers you. in the restaurant, all the bartenders, all the managers. A place like MGM. Oh, Lord. The amount of beverage and food and beverage managers they have, because they have, like, VPs of mm-hmm. F&B just for one property, mm-hmm. then all the way underneath there. You and I area. both yeah.
0: know a lot of these positions are redundant or not necessary.
1: 100%. And we're, I'll get into that, why coronavirus is even, like, a lot of these jobs won't even come back. Um, what you else? Said, you said they won't come back they at all? They won't come back. Okay. Uh, we'll tell you that as well. Security. You have the security staffing alone is a monster expense at, for a resort. Um, yeah. Like the, You have to have security on hand. You have to have room reservations people taking calls because you're getting millions of calls. You have to have, not even gotten to the marketing side, you have to have a whole marketing team. Mm. That, and, yeah. And then you got to talk about the leaders, you know, the GMs of the properties they're making right. lots of money working
0: less. No, not true. Actually GM's work. you work more in restaurants? No, I'm GMs saying GM's of the whole property. Yeah. The GM of of
1: yeah. MGM or like the VP of MGM is There's, making, is a, making lot a lot of money. money. Yeah. He's a millionaire, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so extremely labor intensive business. Um, that's why ex- like watching labor is extremely important. Instance, since like, you know, that's why clubs are, if, if there's an opportunity
2: to send people home or stuff like that they have to take yeah. it you know what i mean yeah. it's now of getting, the it's, utmost importance it's the same thing that goes for restaurants too if you have if you can cut your staff and it's too slow no money's coming in they'll send you home so it's the same exact concept right exactly same concept um and then
1: benefits you know yeah. if you want to be competitive you have to offer your employees uh, benefits and then so mm-hmm. i can't i can't speak to exactly how many employees a, a property like an mgm or an aria or like a venetian would have but it's, it's through the roof. So, so yeah.
0: Late, what did you sign from labor? Calm trying to, I'm yeah, just to labor. Remember.
1: So that's what I mean. Just like labor intensive. So a company like, let's say like a, like a finance company, like a capital one, right? Mm-hmm. Capital one, they have their, I don't know, bankers, their insurance agents, all that stuff. But, the amount, relative to the amount of money that a capital one is generating how they generate money which is you know through interest rates and millions of stuff mm-hmm. it's like inconsequential you know what I mean
0: you said that it depends on your career change if you remember I really do want to get back to you if you
1: want to decide whether to go into hospitality Disp- Dip, or not, dip right? out
0: of hospitality depends on where what you're doing in your career and you said well the labor force you said um as a reason I'm for. saying that's
1: like a that's like one of the that's like the biggest challenge for a hospitality company to succeed okay. when I say hospitality company, really, I'm talking about like, uh, you know, resorts, hotels, even restaurant, like labor at a restaurant, restaurants. It's so hard for restaurants to make money. I'm sure you've heard the phrase 50%. What, as, a,
0: as a worker in a restaurant. No, 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 no to, just, as, like as a, as a, a restaurant, mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure you've heard the the phrase, like, you know, over half restaurants that open up. Um, closed. closed down. <laughs> yeah, um, it's an impossible business. When you're attached to a casino or a resort, it helps a lot because you're getting that foot traffic in. Mm-hmm. So here's why you w- you don't want to go into hospitality. You pay
0: more rent space. Go on. No.
1: Exactly. 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 So if you're paying, if you're at like at Aria, yeah. Oh, you yeah. better be. You know what I mean? Yeah, you better be
0: great. It's an investment.
1: But just by the nature of being at Aria, you can charge double. You know what I mean? At the locals places, you can't do stuff like that. So it's harder to make that kind of obscene amount of money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but here's why. Here's what I would tell everyone. Here's why I would tell you not to get into hospitality. Here we go. Long hours, okay. low pay. Long hours, low pay. Um, at times you're gonna be f- um, confronted with little recognition for the work you
0: do. That's that's the big okay. thing about it. If you're a prideful person you will be treated like a little fucking bug. exactly
1: exactly and especially once you get into like the really bigger corporations like mgm resorts for example i'm even just gonna as, use those even at
0: your position you you, get, you feel that way sometimes i'm
1: fortunate enough that my company makes a concerted effort to recognize they're not only their employees but their managers as well mm-hmm. because that's extremely important for a culture of a company because for that reason alone because management <laughs> yeah. is a grinder you know i'm, I'm just going to keep referring to mgm resorts because i know them relatively well i worked with them for a little bit as a lifeguard and both of my parents have been with them for 20 years 25 years actually um you know everyone knows you know everyone kind of industry knows like you know they spit out managers all the time it's a grinder there's dozens of managers it's hard to stand out so you know there's gonna be little days that you're working a lot working long weeks and then you know you're not really getting there's no one's no one's giving you a pat on the back saying hey you did a great job you know what i mean and then on top of that you know hospitality especially early on in your career you know you have to you're managing complicated individuals human beings so yeah that you are present a no,
0: like a number of consequences um <laughs> you know you could honestly be blunt about it lower end human beings lower class human beings might i say and uh, this is why because these jobs while I fully disagree with you, and I'm going to get to that in a sec, these jobs, uh, <laughs> these jobs, uh, they do provide a
2: solid base income for very little. You don't need a lot to get these jobs to get your foot in the door. Exactly. You don't need a lot of experience to get into the uh, hospitality space, especially given in Vegas, like our hospital, the pay that you rely hosp- on your resume. Yeah. And the, the pay 100%. that the, the pay that these hospitality workers make is crazy compared to what you can make in another country, another city that's because hospitals like Vegas is like we're just built on tourism and this right
0: tips this tip flow yeah
2: 100%. you guys so, kind of talked
1: about this uh were we you gonna go with that question
2: no no god okay
1: look like you're leading into something we, we
2: did I think you were trying to say that we did talk about this in our, yeah, one yeah, of our yeah. episodes you, you know I think you maybe Jake it? mentioned it or we did. someone yeah. we did. Um,
1: this is a very unique city for that so you can you can make a career out of bartending here in the city yeah 100%. you can that's what I was trying to say you can 100 to 120 okay. And if you're very smart with your money you can not have to do it into your like your 60s and 70s That's yes no
0: one in hospitality damn near no one is smart with their money in my opinion there are some
1: there's not easy and one of the examples that jake used like that example he blew whatever a thousand bucks at a nightclub or whatever
0: i'm sure yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love you, you know exactly that's just
1: <laughs> that's just how it works you know you get
2: off with your coworkers, you go have drinks etc 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 that's what
0: they do yeah i believe that he did that exactly. exactly i think
2: i think that that goes in a unique perspective of vegas is both a blessing and a curse like you make so much money it depends who you are it exactly you make so much money and then you go to these like after work you make let's say you make like four or five hundred bucks and you go to these clubs and you just blow it all and it, it's baller. a it's a big cycle. Job, it John. just it no, just ends great. with it's a huge cycle. No, that's not me though. <laughs> I'm not saying I am, but but that's the thing with Vegas is like you make so much money and you blow it all. So it just depends how that's like, what oh, like hospitality gives you. That's why yeah. I don't
0: I don't know why you think. And I wanted to ask you is I don't know. And what? I kind of agree with what you said. You make it and you can you have the opportunity to do both. So I don't know why you why would you say to get out of it? Well, I understand you want to at some point. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I think it's a great now, way to get remember,
2: into.
1: It. I'm mostly I'm talking about. When I say get in a hospitality or get out of hospitality, I'm mostly talking about from a management perspective. No, no, okay. talk about a career an, an, perspective. an ambitious young
0: man mm-hmm. or woman. On okay,
1: city. so whether whether we're talking college or not talking to college. Okay. Right? I was, you're saying I was, it's irrelevant, it doesn't matter what? No, no, definitely, no, it's relevant for sure. When I, like, all the things I'm saying, like long hours, low pay, all that right. absolutely only applies to managers. If you're doing a bartender or a server job at a, a really nice spot, uh, it's low hours, lots high of pay. pay, Yeah, lower hours, high pay. Yes. Um, and you know, it can definitely be challenging as a young guy, you know, like, see, I got into management What am I, 26 now when I was like 23 and mm-hmm. the senior year of my high school. So by the time I graduated, I already college, had boy. Co- oh, school, college, boy, high school. I was like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. High school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fine, that's okay. <laughs> no college. Uh, no. Yeah. So by the time I graduated college, you know, I had a few months of management experience under my belt. Um, so I can definitely be challenging, you know, managing people who are making double what you're making and working less, you know what I mean? Exactly. And that's just how it is. And I've always, wow. I didn't, you know what I mean? That's true. I've always managed people that are making more money than me. Um, granted they're all, most of the time they've been a lot older than I have been, you know what I mean? So they're, they're stuck in that position essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's like, so that's kind of the argument why you don't want to get, like you said, accustomed to that. But I would say this, if you can land
0: stuck in like, that position, are they though? Kind
1: of. So what I mean by that is let's say so the reason uh people stay with one spot in this town, I'm sorry, one company is they earn tenure. Tenure gives you vacation hours, gives you seniority. So once you've accumulated fifteen years with a company and let's say you're number one in
2: seniority, to give that up
1: is really tough. And Um, it's just it goes to comfortable.
2: Like you're so comfortable there, like you feel like you it's like your house. Exactly, exactly. Now
1: if you can land a solid serving gig or bartending gig in your 20s in this job and you can manage your money wisely moving forward absolutely i think run with it if you don't really care about having a i don't know say like a career per se i guess you have like a bartending career Mm -hmm. and i'm just using that as an example Mm -hmm. but like an intellectual career i guess i guess you can kind of say you know um where there's like advancement things like that uh if you that's not really something like you value too much if you just want to make as much money as you can and yep. enjoy your life mm-hmm. honestly vegas is for sure the
2: right the city hospitality for you. industry of vegas basically. now
0: no i want to comment on that number one those people i'd advise you not to have that mindset but people can have whatever mindset they want my thing with hospitality is i think that it's a great place to start and work while you're in college and it's a great place to work at to build a business it is a great place to build a business the only thing you need to find a job that can manage your time but it's the money in hospitality is great for the first couple of years of starting your business. Okay. And I think it's a great mixture to work in. I'm very for working in hospitality. I think 18 year olds, 19 year olds, if you're going to college, unless like, you're like my little sister who's hyper focused on studying and mm-hmm. literally n- needs to study at all times. Mm-hmm. Like my parents will not let her get a job. They will not let her stay. Like she asked for one
2: and they got really mad, but they'll take care make sure she's taken care of.
0: Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. They're like, dude, you don't
2: need a job. And I respect that um, in but, a way. But how does how does like going to just having the money coming in from hospitality like help you build that business? What skills do you learn from
0: hospitality? Well, you you need know. an
2: influx of money to survive. So unless you okay. have someone's
0: parents who manage you, don't you think that kind of like you for this podcast? We are building this brand while you're making enough money to sustain yourself through yep. your job. Yep. What if this takes off mm-hmm. and allocates surpasses that? Yeah. It Takes that over. But open. I'm trying to emphasize emphasize like yeah, yeah. what skills? You skills what skills? Like no, no,
1: people
2: going into I the salary. Do you think they build a the skill set? Yeah, like, it depends. Okay. that yeah,
1: For sure. If they know what they're doing, um, I would. What I would, job say, I would say what he's getting at is more like <laughs> it gives you the freedom to be able to yes, build. freely build really build. It's a great starting point. It's a great starting point, and just like you know, trust me, like I. I, I, I kind of wish I could have gone back in time and landed like a club gig, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for a couple of years, because if you're smart with your money, save that. Granted, who might have said I, I would have been smart with my money at mm-hmm. age 21, 22, doing that role? Yeah. Um, but, you know, for example, just like, just like Jake did, um, it allows you the funds and the time, really, because you can get away with just working like a weekend, especially you like could. the pool, for example, that opens up your entire week To do work on what you need to do, and you have the funds for it as well. That's huge. That is huge. It's
0: huge. That's working at Gemma. Like I was working four to three days, four days a week last year. um, And then I would film my podcast um,
2: Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, and I would air it while I was at work. Sounds exactly like me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, Monday, no, two yeah. Yes, but now I was trying to get at like the the communication skills you build. Like, I, like if you for you, do you think that you were you are able to speak like this if you hadn't gone into becoming a GM? yes because
0: he was part of a
1: fraternity. Uh, okay, that's a good point, and that's a great question.
2: Yes, um, I've definitely
1: college definitely helped build up my I guess social personable skills. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't say in general like growing up I was like a people person like as mm-hmm. far as like small okay. talk and stuff like that. Um. But even when I first started in hospitality, I'm not like that
0: either. I'm not a small talk person. What do you mean? Exactly. But you're, but you're you you have a you know, no problem talking to people. I guess um, you're a GM. You
1: go
2: and greet people. What exactly. do you mean? Correct. Well, now you know what yeah. I mean. So that that's absolutely a skill. That's I, a huge skill. Like it tells a good question. Correct. Yeah. When I was building communication skills, what like skills you can,
0: have you learned honestly? What, uh, what's your with opinion? What? Like
2: with in the, hospitality. Oh, yeah. from hospitality, honestly, hospitality. Because you're teaching. dogging on it, it seems like. T- I'm not dogging it. It seems all.
0: like you were dog saying you don't learn skills. No,
2: no, no, I'm saying you do learn a lot of skills. Um, I'm saying it's just not the, the money aspect that comes from um, from hospitality, but the skills that you learn, such as I'll tell you the biggest skill. I, I just, I'll tell you the, what, the biggest what, one. What, what is it?
1: Customer service. True. Okay. Every single person that applies for any job ever, if you start a business, you have to have customer service skills. That's, like, number one.
0: But how do you how do you define that? Like, you don't need to go to a hospitality
1: dude. To... No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, the but being, being, ha- yeah. they develop great customer service skills, especially in Vegas. So I'm saying that's, mm-hmm. like, the biggest skill someone for hospitality uh, would gain that would help them moving forward is customer service skills. Um, you know, I've heard some people say, uh, not some people, I've seen, like, those little quotes that float around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Anthony Bourdain might have said this quote. But something like, someone that's been a server for a long time, um, they it's it's kind of like they're running their own mini business in a sense so they're dealing with their own in a sense they're dealing they're, with their own guests they're managing their own money their, their their performance will directly reflect in their money I guess yeah, you know yeah. What I mean their money would I get directly, what he's saying there you know so things like that yeah, yeah dep- I
2: think go ahead. depends on your customer service skills like when you I'm going off of what you said about that quote it's just like the more the better customer service you can provide the better you can sell I guess is the more money comes in your pocket and that goes into business too the better you can sell um selling and customer service i mean like my one thing with
0: this is for what you guys are saying is these people skills or what skills do you think you you said you learned
2: communication skills people skills sales yeah so um,
0: so i my one argument is you can learn these skills elsewhere so if you're talking about the the specific value i see in hospitality you do learn these skills i think it's the communication skills um I also think anybody could, I think anybody could do these jobs. I think what I see the value in hospitality and tell me if you agree mm-hmm. is the low into, low mental effort work. I mean, it's, even for servers, like it's hard when that's you're not a stressed. great way of putting it, but I know what you mean. <laughs> No, it's a, <laughs> the exact way of putting it, low mental effort work. You do not solve the Pythagorean
2: theory whatever <laughs> it's, it's called. It's on just, Cam. it's uh, not, okay. It's stressful. It's stressful, but anybody can do it. Like anybody yes.
0: could be a server. You, anybody can. There's so there's no direct, uh,
1: skill sets that differentiate like one person from another, correct. Like but that.
0: It, what I would say though, that it does build connects in this, in, in this city. And it's, it's like everybody who's
2: grown up in the city has, has work. work like I don't know how to describe it like it's like a, a culture in this city exactly. guys. like if you grew up in this city and the strip is not in your face like you're, you're literally avoiding it like you're trying to avoid yeah it because I, it's I, everywhere people
0: are weird who never worked on the strip <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so right.
2: they live on the outside of the strip outskirts of the town oh, i guess no. or they're in different industries oh. <laughs> the strip is such a fun place man especially
1: like like i said I'm an 18 year old 19 year old 20 year old lifeguard yeah, Working yeah on the strip it's yeah. so fun i got to work on like the cosmo you know on the rooftop over there like i love vegas so much as a city I do too. Um, I really and hope it, you know, that's
0: why I, and I do too. I think that personally we will bounce back. I do not think you should dip out into hospitality. I think you should get into hospitality, but I think you should, when you're in hospitality, this is where my, I say, this is what I did. You need to plan ahead. You need to plan. Okay. I just got this job. Now what's my next plan. Exactly. Let's look for options exactly. to leverage this job to exactly. get to the next step because people like you said, John, get comfortable within that level, that position, and they yeah. stay there. When you get a job as a bus or a food runner, a server, a, whatever it is like you doing, you just got this gig at this within the last year, this year? Mm-hmm. No, I, I love how you're you you know you're here as a GM and you're constantly trying to improve and get better. That's a, the one thing about hospitality is, that's what I did too, even at, at Gemma. I, I, when I, this season started, before pre-pandemic, I asked him, so I meet him at Cipriani, backtrack back to December, I work at Cipriani to, to build the studio, build nice. this entire- Where's that at? The win. Like the win. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I stopped with Rolling Sevens. Remember that? I was like, okay, I need to build my studio to get my sports podcast up. I work at Cipriani, I build this up, but I had a plan to leave. I get to Gemma, at Gemma my goal was, I am ending this season as the best worker and I'm gonna get a marketing job within the company as an intern. I, that is gonna happen. I thought I was killing it at Gemma and then the pandemic happened and now we're here for a reason. So. Yeah so i think that for hospitality the biggest it comes it's a conundrum it comes with vegas is like you need to not be comfortable you know what i mean 100 percent and you know you're you're gassing me
1: up over here saying <laughs> am um I? yeah a little bit a little bit yeah, I, I appreciate I got, it no, though no, i am i am no but absolutely I respect your, then, no i gotta give you respect for hospitality listen you don't you don't go through rigor rigmarole of management especially out of college at a young early age unless you have a game plan moving i don't forward.
0: understand how you got how you got into that
2: by the yeah, way yeah like that's i'm the still thing, trying though. to how like, you never explain you, that like did you did you start you, did you off you as st- like
0: front
1: blind staff like buster it's a runner. great question so um like I said, I bounced around lifeguard gigs here and there. Okay. Worked on the, and then I moved. To, I went to Michael Kors. Did some retail for a year. Okay. I think retail is not a bad gig for a youngin to work, anyways. I hate retail. To kind of exactly, mm-hmm. precisely, you know. <laughs> you need to
0: you need to learn how to hate retail. I feel like. Dude, <laughs> it's all like I, when I worked sucks, retail, dude. I made a path in the store. Cause mind you, for people that don't know, retail is you work standing. Like you don't take you take a 15 minute break, but you work standing the whole time. I literally created mm-hmm. a path. This is how you know I was insane <laughs> throughout the store. It was an eight. And I kept walking in this path for like the entire shift. Now I just look down and think of things while I was walking this oh eight. My gosh. Dude, it was you, literally you like, go, you're going isn't insane? that fucking that's crazy? How you, that's how you turn crazy. Yeah, yeah. You do. For sure. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, senior high school,
1: I get a job as a resort operations intern at Green Valley Ranch. At okay. the same time, I was already working as a server at Pizza Rock at Green Valley Ranch. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, oh, that's, how, that's where you were
2: a server.
1: Correct, I was always, that's where I was a server. Oh. And so it was actually really convenient um, yeah. because I got to work as a server, make some money. And then either that night or that morning, um, I'll do my internship gig. That's all same saying. property. Yeah. yeah. So I'll go to work. I'd intern for like a few hours, take my suit off, put my Fun. server outfit on yeah. and then work at night. So, you know, that was like, but day your and night. shifts
0: were long at pizza rock. There were six, seven hours. Uh, they could be up
1: to that long unless they cut you right away. Are you tired? Uh, definitely tired for sure. Um, but motivated, you know what I mean? So yeah, let me every day, go ahead. Just, just motivated though because you know internship like I said I was a resort operations intern So I'm learning every aspect about running a resort. So there's the casino. Mm-hmm. There's hotel. There's food and beverage There's marketing all that stuff so many aspects that bring a resort together um, So that really gave me an inside look at all right, what do you want to do? What don't you want to do um, because like I said earlier hospitality? There's so many avenues just within hospitality you can go to mm-hmm. if you don't like one thing you know you don't pigeonhole yourself into that you can definitely move on you're into marketing if you were to graduate uh with a marketing degree you can definitely go work in hospitality
0: my thing with hospitality oscar is you don't need a college degree it's not measured as a merit based off your education which normally i would praise in most situations Correct. but for hospitality it's such a saturated market and it's so leveraged by experience that for me my my only problem with it even though as i said i'm advocating for people to stay in it but you're saying stay in it you know what I'm saying? You can't. It's not a fair competition. Like I want to be able to intellectually b- beat you for a position. Whereas, guess what? I know I'm better than you, which I'm not saying. I'm saying contestant A and B. Yet your resume or your resume shits has, on mine. i have I have no chance. Even if I outtalk you, like they take one look at the piece of paper, they made their decision while I'm
2: speaking. The decision is just based solely on
0: experience. That's it. Most like, yeah, yeah, most. We're talking of about hospitality hast- hast- yeah, hast- yeah, no. when they try to look for hires. When you hire, when you hire, besides me. So when you got me hired, (laughs) long story, but do you look at experience mainly? Uh, well, you absolutely have to look at experience
1: mainly is a tough one because at the end of the day, if the interview doesn't go well, you know, we're not going to get hired. Right. Um, but experience is huge. I mean, especially when you're talking about, let's just say a server position, because most of my management experience has been food and beverage. Mm -hmm. So like pools, um, beverage, so like bars and stuff like that. So it's usually either bartenders and servers. Um, can someone with not as much experience absolutely talk their way into the job or just by their personality? Absolutely. hundred percent. Um, again, it kind of depends on the job. You know, for example, we have cocktail servers and then there's cabana servers. Cabana servers are, you know, like a step above, for example, um, you know, it's going to take, it's going to take more for someone with little experience to go all the way to the cabana server, but something for like the more entry level positions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, experience is big. But
0: do you think as a manager and you're interviewing these people, you've met these people, you have experience with these people. Do you think people, young people, ambitious in college, coming out of high school should go for these, should spend their time? Because that's my biggest currency, investing in these cabana pool jobs, going for these jobs. Do you think they should? Or do you think with the way everything's going, with the way Corona is going, do you think it's better that they allocate their time to school, business? As of right now, the way the the world is right now. And use your prediction,
1: too. It's a brutal time to get into the industry right now. Um, is it, it's a very brutal time because so many amazing restaurants have not only closed forever or just closed temporarily, or now they're operating in a limited capacity. Let me give you an example. I heard Mona Amiga B. Yeah, okay. Like I know what that is. arguably one of the busiest restaurants in Vegas Yep. At the Paris, they do like millions of dollars a month, thousands of covers a night. They just laid off like, like 60, 70 people permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not about furloughed. They're laid off. Yes, correct. Okay. Um, now, these are people, and a lot of companies didn't lay off anyone initially, and then over the past month, maybe they're kind of feeling it out, they'll furlough them, saying, all right, we're just furloughed, we'll bring yep. you back, yep. but then they kind of did crunch the numbers or whatever, see what the forecast is looking like, now they for sure actually laid everyone off. So that's Monami Gabi Now, think about, so all those servers that got laid off, working at a flagship mm-hmm. establishment on the Strip, those people are all now candidates for future positions. Yep. So. From a hiring perspective, it's actually great because we've had the biggest pool of applicants. A, man- a managerial yeah. perspective. Because yes. now we have the most talented pool of applicants who are like desperate for work that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have people that worked at extremely nice fine dining establishments that are gone that are looking for work. So yeah, if you don't have that great of experience, it's gonna be tough to break into here uh, now. And because the other big crux of that is the 50% capacity for restaurants. That's yep. gonna be a big decision that's, that's gonna be huge for the restaurants because most restaurants cannot make money even if they're at, if they're, even if they're 50% capacity is met 100%, you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty hard to make money. That's why
0: I say, and that's why I told you, uh, I'm going to piggyback into, I think that Instagram marketing and marketing for restaurants is something that, like, Cipriani doesn't give a fuck about that. It's something that in these times, a brand, which is not easy to do, would create sustainability, would keep you afloat because through these tough times, people know that name. They will eat there. They will eat here because of the videos, the content they've watched over the years. When everything's afloat, you know, that brand recognition, the fact that people are going to go towards that brand, it'll keep some of these restaurants afloat. But when I'm going to try and market to a lot of these restaurants, I see a lot of them don't give a shit about okay. it.
2: Yeah, but though you're talking about those restaurants that are mostly like their startups or small ones, of course, they're. Right, given now, like in the- Cipriani's hand, different, you, Cipriani has that brand. They, they have concept. branding for sure, yeah, they're, they're worldwide. But yeah. I'm talking, I'm putting the perspective of like, let's say I open up my own restaurant, like right now it's yeah. Corona, I don't have much money, like no, I have no customers, would I spend money in marketing? It's a little different. No, you right
0: shouldn't, now. you should And I, you, listen, marketing is very hard. If you could learn it in-house and you can scale your business in-house. Mm-hmm. That's where you need to get creative with your marketing. But yeah. people don't understand, like to, to scale your business via ads, like, you need, there's so much work to do at the beginning. And it is a chill job after. I mean, all you have to do is manage the data, but to set the ad structure up, it's so much work now that we know exactly how it takes that as someone in your position, there's no way you could do that work. I mean, there is, but it would be like no sleep, like and run on run your normal hours. Correct. That's why there's entire departments
1: dedicated to this stuff. But Mm -hmm. I
0: think people like you, like, individuals should focus on individual hospitality marketing yeah absolutely
1: um you know you definitely want to parlay your skills and your experience um you know you want to sometimes just like you're saying you know you want to be known as like the vegas guy or whatever
0: what type of podcast would you want to make you said earlier that yes i'm putting this on camera you said you were thinking about that
1: correct well that's the thing if i knew i would have done it already <laughs> No, because okay. nice there's point. several there's you know because I don't want to do one just for the hell of it and just, you know, you know, there needs to be like some kind of,
0: you want to link it to your career and make it a web?
1: Yeah, uh, probably just because which is something I could for sure do like a hospitality related podcast, which there, there's some out there already. Are there? Um, yeah, a couple, but you know, um, but yeah, so no, we'll see, you know, play by ear. I definitely met a lot of great people. Um, my current position now doesn't allow for a lot of outside time right now, But
2: obviously, this whole year is just, you know, as a manager, it's been a very straining year. You guys work long hours. So, since you're you're the GM, so like, do you have another GM or just you? It's only you, right? Okay,
1: so generally, if we're talking about just like a restaurant, normally a restaurant will have, depending on the size, Just, just one. A GM? No, they'll have several. They'll have several. Okay. They'll have three. Um, Place like Monami, for example, they'll have several, several GMs, and then like a mater D and stuff like that. Uh, My restaurant's a little bit smaller, so that's actually I'm just I'm the only GM. Yeah. (laughs) So at the same time, yes, uh, Devontae Graham. It's harder work. (laughs) It's it's, it's harder work. More responsibility. Yeah. Second time. But that's something you can rep on your
0: resume. Exactly.
1: You discuss it. Hey, you know, I was a single GM. I handled everything from A to Z on my own. Um so yeah and you know if there was ever a year to kind of you know dread if there was ever a year to kind of dread you know how much you're working or things like that Is this, this year, year this right <laughs> cuz it's not like I can do a whole lot otherwise anyways right
0: if mm-hmm. managers were able to get some tip money it would be like crazy like um yeah 100% that would, that would <laughs> you would not mind sure. no
2: they do like managers can like if let's say illegally if, <laughs> if a if a customer gives you money like they give it to you straight up directly you can take it no that's so this is
1: a, this is definitely a case-by-case case basis thing so yeah. okay like restaurant per restaurant a large corporation that this is something they would have like specific rules in place for in general managers should not be accepting tips it's like a general policy is what they'll do okay should not be um and i'm not let's take nightclubs out of the equation because nightclubs is a whole different ball game yeah um Love. skimming the top stuff like that those managers are definitely pocketing tips now regular so here's what i'll do sometimes if i get a really large tip from a customer um, or guest. I don't like using the c word uh, from a guest because sometimes we'll have like a high roller come in, right? Sometimes, <laughs> we'll have a, sometimes we'll have a high roller come in with their host, and you know they're lingering in the restaurant a little bit, so I'm just hanging out with them, um, you know, just for the for the hell of it. They'll like throw me like a hundred dollar chip, whatever. Yeah. So a lot of times. I'll take it because a lot of times it's ins- it's insulting to the person to not even to accept not, the yeah. tip. exactly. They're so like, no, no, you absolutely need to take this. Yeah, I agree. So sometimes I'll hold on to it and I'll wait for an opportunity to give to one of my team members. Um, wow. So that's a law. That, that's legally. That's the way to go about it safely. 100 percent. 100 percent. So one time Dana White was in, hand me 500 bucks. Um, it's like perfect. I have 500 dollar bills to give as I see fit. You know, yeah. maybe that's crazy dope. table that stiffs a server. Here. You know, what I mean? that's crazy. Like that. that's, that's something dope. like that. if you
0: throw out five 100s like that would make my night like bro What a dope manager. Yeah,
2: that's really that's really respectable,
1: too Um, exactly and that's and that's what being a leader is all about. Um, that's, I agree. That's what that aspect comes down to it Um, you have that to get, that's why I've never that's that, why I've been able to buy that's why I've been, I've been able to buy the Approval and get everyone on board with me and all my positions even though I manage a lot people a lot older than me Yeah, um, you just got to care about your people you take care of them. They take care of you That's like the the most like Basic facet of like even like I would say even running a business, Um, you got to keep your employees happy, keeps productivity high, stuff stuff like that. I will never be the manager that's like yelling at his uh, employees. I've had 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 managers like that. I've had managers like that. No, yeah, me neither.
0: All you're doing is stressing out your team. Yeah, it's counterproductive. It is, it is, and that's what I learned because I, I am, and I got to put my hand up. Now I'm gonna wrap this show up after this, uh, after this, but I gotta admit to something like I can get hyper aggressive at times, like. And that comes with the f- something I'm learning in life because I used to deal with managers like this growing up is like I do think that you know I, I respect the fact that I have I have a very high standard that I it's this itch inside of me it needs to be met every time like I'll f- not care about a lot of things in my life but my work this like I have a high fucking standard that's in good it, It's not good at sometimes because I understand what John was saying is bro no one is perfect it's okay to mess up the qualities of a leader where, Make sure, the yeah. gets yeah. this. <laughs> make sure the camera gets <laughs> this we're not cutting that part out <laughs> no but uh the qualities of a leader i like it's it's great to be hard on someone and push the pace and keep the pressure but do it in a productive way i agree with And that. that's yeah. something i've learned in my life and that's it's it's i talked to her earlier about falling off stupid mountain falling flat on my face It was an epiphany i had it's like okay yeah i'm cena my narcissism mm-hmm. speaking yeah i have these thoughts about me but i'm i'm imperfect too like you can't put this pressure on people and expect them to work this hard. Like, no, not everyone's built like that. You have to help uh, communicate with people in different productive ways that works best for both sides. That's beautiful, you said that. Honestly, I know nice. I was. I was proud of myself Damn, when well, I you're said, a
2: "Manager, that. too, aren't you?" Like, stan- <laughs> yeah, <you're> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Standards
1: <laughs> must be met. <laughs> Excellence must always be demanded. Most definitely, um, I think where. That's true. I think Remember where um, where you can separate yeah. where you can separate is you know there's a way to get the most out of your team um, and you know do all that things that bring out the best in them, um, but also be just be a good person. I guess you could yeah. say. So here's my, here's kind of like my philosophy. I will never tell any one of my team members to do something. I'll always ask them. Mm-hmm. Just like a small thing, you know, like hey, uh, go clean that this hey, is the same shit could you me, please pass the same shit a little, bit, a little bit but i
0: would rather you tell me because you asking me would piss me off like say you want me to fucking do it <laughs> like you know no but it's it, it like depends on the it. person yeah, for
2: yeah sure. uh, it <laughs> will depend yeah. on the person and, and
1: it's that's just like the culture that's been instilled there i'll always ask them to do something i would never ask anyone to do something i wouldn't do myself if you have a crazy Back. spill that's if i'm yeah. not busy hey let's go take care of this together or if you're busy i'm just gonna go clean it myself yeah um i'm definitely a very hands-on manager um you know, I've seen I've seen so many uh, of my employees, you know, they look Whoa, at me like some, what?
0: <laughs> team, members. Yeah. <laughs> team members. They
1: look at me like a breath of fresh air because at some point in time they've had managers that yeah. just did not give a shit, what have you. And listen, I kind of get it. This this is no, narcissist too though. This gig is not this gig <laughs> is not easy. Um yeah. it's like, like I said, the long hours, yeah, the low pay, just from a managing perspective. Um but at the same time this is still a beautiful industry to get into. Mm-hmm. because in the best city in the world for the, it. Yep. The, the best city in the world for it. What's beautiful is, if you can, let's say you go to school for hospitality here in Vegas, you get some years of experience, you can go anywhere you want to in the world. Anywhere, anywhere you want in, to in the world. I would
0: actually disagree, in fact, I would rather say you go to, uh, really? I would if, rather, what if you graduate from, I don't think you can go anywhere Harvard? in the world. Yeah, if you graduate from UCLA or Yale, you can go anywhere in the world. We I'm talking about accounting. just, all right, no, 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 I'm talking about hospitality. Yeah. just only just hospitality, hospitality degrees hospitality
1: but I'm saying you have to have the. so yeah. if you have a degree maybe you don't have to have degree in you yeah. but let's assume you do then you have three years working at Caesars Palace as a hotel manager
0: mm. now that's a different story I was about to say a hospitality degree and getting you anywhere that's a weak degree compared to everyone in the world no, no. but with, with, with your experience yeah, yeah You go to like Like you can do that. You go to Miami, you can do that. Yeah, Yeah, you should consider that. Miami would be you're Cuban. Miami would be a good look for him. No, trust me. And this is like (laughs) something. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) bro, that might be your calling. You love Vegas, but Miami might be your
1: calling. Listen, trust me. I definitely one of the reasons I'm I was definitely all in on hospitality is for the potential of something like that, a relocation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, which kind of sucks just because like Vegas. Vegas is only gonna get better. Yeah. yeah. I ha- I'm firm a firm believer that Vegas is gonna become the sports capital of the world. Yup. I think Vegas is gonna be, well it's already the entertainment capital of the world. Not mm-hmm. the sports capital. I, mean, I think it be might be. A, it'll be a big sports city, but what's the, it's not the sports capital. What's the sports capital right now? But it'll never be better than L.A. So what's this? That's okay.
0: a franchise city, bro. We'll never have an organization as big as the Lakers, the Dodgers, the Clippers are coming up too. They got Kawhi there. Like, okay, well, I'll give you The LA. Rams, the Chargers, like, the Niners? Oh, the Niners? <laughs> so, okay, but if you're
1: to rank sports cities right now, are you putting LA. I think we put Boston up there? LA. But I'm just going off of team success. LA. I'll give you LA for sure. Yeah, LA's um, the goat but America. once Vegas lands one of every sporting event, mm-hmm. you're gonna we already have the NFL draft in the works. So that's gonna be a yearly event here. We already have the We'll be good, but NAA, uh, we're not NCAA, be, yeah. the Sweet Sixteen. Oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. gonna be healthier. Wait till we get an Olympics and a Super Bowl here. Wait till and the ESPN just put a studio on the ship. That's awesome as well. No,
0: I agree with that. I'm saying, do you see it surpassing LA?
1: It could, though. As, as like a sporting mecca, so yeah. like award shows are going to be held here. Stuff they're like held that. in yes. LA, like I think, gonna, I think
0: they're going to. I
2: think it's going to. think it's going to come here. And that's the thing. That but like, I
0: just don't think it'll surpass LA in the sense that LA has these storied. Franchises. Of course, yeah. We're never going to surpass
2: it in that As sports city, yeah. So, Oscar. Um, again, we just want to thank you for coming on. Um, this guy is the GM of the charcoal room. Um, me and Cena are probably going to visit Cena you. Cena and I. Cena, Cena and, and I. I Me and Cena, Cena and I will come visit you. It's uh, bothering me too. We'll 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 check it out. But again, hospitality. Before
0: you go into that, I do want to say because Oscar's my friend, I'll let you close it. But I want to say the you know Oscar is very young for his uh, in in your industry Role. role. You're very young, and that's one thing. The people that come on this show. I want him to be young, ambitious. You know, I'm not, I don't need a, someone with 300,000 followers. Yes, I do. Yeah. But, you do. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 but I that would do yeah, wonders. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. But what I was saying is I have resp- what we wanted Oscar is because while there might be more, we could get Florian, the GM of, uh, we can't get Florian, but we can get like G high end GMs and stuff like that. They don't quite have your vision and ambition mm. as a young and they don't see it how you see it. So, that's my. That's the reasoning why I wanted Oscar on. Go and it's ahead, great sorry. to see
2: the perspective um, where you're coming from, you know, being high up in that. You a know? young,
0: a young, uh, hungry dog is over a yeah. uh, yeah. experienced vet is what I'll take any day. And I hope when I become an experienced vet, it's those words will bite me in the ass. But <laughs> that they can comes will cross that bridge. Go ahead. So,
2: anyways, yeah. Um, thank you guys for watching. Uh, check out. Remember our T. Yes, our I was about M- to say our <laughs> handles, T Two M Marketing on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Um, Twitch and YouTube Twitch, Yeah, we're literally yeah, All the things, things. I don't have any handles To worry about right now But uh, I appreciate
1: you guys Having me on Hopefully next time uh, You know I'll be in an even better position Yeah, yeah, we yeah We can talk about some more stuff No, yeah, no, no sure. And
0: honestly, Oscar You That is a, a great pro- Track of our progress Let's see where you go like, That's true We'll have you on in Your next gig
1: And I'll look back at this And just hate How <laughs> yeah. how I'm, I'm articulating everything so. Yeah,
2: why? Uh, no, no, you yeah. killed it No, I think I'm Alright, so man. guys Yeah, Thank you guys Oh no nice.